You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our first ever episode of Trash Pandas. Uh, We are going to be talking about a couple of our favorite trashy TV shows and also trending TV shows. I am one of your hosts, Lauren. And I am Lindsay. (laughs) And before we start anything, we want to say, spoiler alert, you will be hearing things that have aired already. So if you don't like that, then fuck off. Um, (laughs) All right, let's just get right into it. One of our favorite shows is 90 Day Fiance. And right now they are airing 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Lindsay, do you want to give us like a little bit of a. Sure. So before the 90 days is um, where they are typically following an American uh, who is traveling to their significant other's country um, to kind of either meet him for the first time or some of them have met a couple of times, but they're kind of trying to decide, you know, do we uh, pursue the 90 day visa that they would need to come to America to get married? Perfect. All right. So let's get right in to our first couple. And I'm going to make this really easy because I hate this guy and I want to get it done and over with. But David and Lana, um, I don't remember where Lana is from. I think in Russia. No, Ukraine. Ukraine. Okay. And um, so David wants to meet this girl that he's been dating apparently for like eight years or something. Seven years. Yeah, um, has flown out four different times to try to meet her, but has been completely unsuccessful. She just doesn't show up, um, (laughs) even though he's in the Ukraine. She just doesn't show up. Um, He's from Vegas, and he's like six years old, lives with his cats, got a toupee. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We feel at first a little sorry for David until you realize, like, what are you doing? Like, I can only feel sorry for you for so long, but right. this girl clearly doesn't want to meet you. And, and like, that's the thing is that where she's from, like, whenever he goes there to to meet her, everyone's like, yeah, sounds like our typical girls catfishing and scamming dudes. And he's just like, nope, that's not her. But I've come here five times already and she still doesn't want to meet me. Yeah, so he's completely, hires a, he's completely hanging on to this idea that she really loves him and that they're in a real relationship and it's so sad to watch because I feel so bad that he like is so set on having this girl and she's obviously not interested and like one of his best friends is married to a girl from the Ukraine right and she's like this is a scam and then he hires a fucking private like a, a, a detective yeah. to find out who she is. And he's like, this is a scam. And he's like, you just don't know her. You're not listening to the information. I'm giving he was like, you. he was like, you're too negative. You just don't believe in it. We're like, dude, like, nobody believes in it. But so another thing to mention about David is that he was on this website that um, is specifically targets married men or not, sorry, not married men, specifically targets American men to date a Ukrainian woman. And he pays for every single message that has been sent between the two. So over the course of five years, he's spent thousands and 
thousands of dollars just messaging her. <laughs> just messaging her. Just for him to fly out and never meet this fucking woman. Well, in, in the last episode, it was so funny because she he flew to Kiev and the second time in one season, by the way, he flies to Kiev to go meet her. And she was like, uh, yeah, I can't meet you Friday or Saturday because I have prior engagements. I have my nephew's hockey games to go to. <laughs> he's like, you didn't know that before you had him book a ticket to come actually meet you. He was like, well, well I should be her priority. I'm like, there's your clue. Like, Clearly, if she wanted to meet you, she would have met you. But he also yeah. does something what I think is like super creepy is his first trip out to Ukraine um, that we saw this season, he like tries to hunt her down. Yeah. He like rents a car and drives like four hours away to try and go to her house. Yeah. And he ends up going to like this super shady apartment building in Ukraine and going to the address that he thinks is hers because he supposedly sent things there to her one time. (laughs) And knocks on the door and it's like this huge buildup and this old guy answers the door and he's like is Lana here and he's like no No. dude no (laughs) no no there's no Lana here like they have like three commercial breaks to get to that point they do oh my god TLC is trying for this storyline so hard and I am over it There are enough couples that I feel like they could totally be done with it. And I feel, okay, so there's another couple on there that's also going through the same thing and they don't have as much screen time. And I think that story is way more interesting. And Okay. So why don't we talk about that story? Okay. So that is Yolanda and Williams (laughs) and (laughs) Williams, Williams. And she, uh, so it seems like her husband had passed away and she's finally getting herself back out there. Mm-hmm. And she's a guy. She like lost a ton of weight. Um, so she's feeling real good and sassy about herself. And she, she looks, looks great. She's super cute. <laughs> like you want, like, I love her. And that's why I'm like, why are you so stupid? <laughs> you like, she, you like love her, but you want to like, be like, wake up, dude. Well, even her kids are like constantly on the on her being like, this guy is like not real. He's a catfish. Like, stop thinking that he's a real person. She buys a ticket to go and visit him. And it's like she wants him to or he wants her to like fly into a place that's not even near where he said he lived. Yeah. So let's talk about this. So Yolanda's from Vegas. She um has six kids. She has three boys, three girls. Keep them busy. In the beginning, when they show them in their house in Las Vegas, they have like a really cute relationship. You can just all tell they adore their mom and vice versa. And then we find out her husband had passed away um, from kidney disease. He had also done some prison time. (laughs) That was interesting. Um, But... She found this guy on Inst- a, a guy on Instagram messaged her and the guy is Williams and he's supposedly from Manchester, England. Um, he is like ripped, super ripped, <laughs> gorgeous and super amazing. Like what you would think of like a male model. 
Um, she has been talking to him for, did I write that down? Anyway, she's been talking to him for a while and they have never video chatted because he always says my red, red my flag number one broken. My camera's broken. So they've never video chatted, but he wants her to come to England. And she says she's going to, her daughter's going to go with her. Um, but when they ask like, Hey, where should, what airport should we fly into? He didn't even know the name of like the local airport that they should <laughs> fly into. And when she calls him on, <laughs> when she calls him and he answers and you hear his voice, you're like, pretty sure I know what an English accent sounds like. Right. <laughs> Does not sound like he's from England at all. Like, I don't know what the accent is, but it's pretty clear. It's not an English accent. So poor Yolanda. I feel so bad for her because like, okay, there was one point where he says that his Instagram was hacked because the name on it changes to someone else's name. Yeah. And she's like, she believes everything this guy says to like her. Like, thinker. She just believes it. So everything in, in this last episode, what we saw was her kids um, sit down and they want to do a reverse image search on, on his photos that he has posted on Instagram and what he has sent to her. So what that is, is if you guys don't know what a reverse image search is, is where you can take an image you basically just drop it in the Google search bar and see what comes up. And what came up was <laughs> a ton of <laughs> websites have used this guy's photo. It's so, like a stock photo. Yeah, it's a stock photo, basically. And she's like, well, maybe it's just that photo. Let's try another photo. And of course, <laughs> they try another photo. And what do you know? A bunch of websites show up. It's another, looks like another stock photo. And at the end of it, she's like, well, I just need to talk to him. Like, I just need to, I need to figure it out myself. Completely sad. It's like, what are you doing? Well, what's, so, well, what's so sad too is like for a woman like Yolanda, like she's so cute. She's so like, seems to just have like a really genuine heart. I don't know from what we see on TLC, but it's like, you can, you can get a person that exists. Yeah. You, know? you don't have to. Yeah, she's an attractive woman. Guy. She's successful. She right. has a lot going for her and right. you can find somebody that is going to treat you right and not lie about who the fuck they are. Right. Like, like let's not sell ourselves short. Like you have a lot going for you, girl. You exactly. got a lot going for you, Yolanda. <laughs> get it Leolanda we're we love watching your mess but we're rooting on. for you girl see I tend to disagree with you I think Yolanda and uh what's his name from Las Vegas David are like so boring see okay the only reason why I thought it was interesting was just because of how how much she's like so convinced and her kids are like showing her all this proof where with like David he had some proof, but it wasn't like, like reverse image searches and stuff like that. It's like, they're literally sitting this woman down going, look, he is quite literally a fucking catfish. He is just trying to scam you. And she is so dead set on it being real. Yeah. She's like, if I talk to him, then, you know, he'll apologize and he'll tell me some fake story about what happened. 
and it's all washed off and everything is fine. Clean slate. Mm-hmm. So irritating. Um, yeah. And then the other couple that I am just so sick of hearing about is Darcy and Tom. <laughs> They're not even together. Like, what is she doing okay. on this episode? But like, I love Darcy. She I love Darcy too. Like as a the, person. She I love like Darcy. the best trash TV. Like, absolutely. She's, she's so good. The crying, like the ugly crying. I don't like, need love. <laughs> He always has these faces like, yeah. <laughs> I don't just like that. I can't even do it. It's just so ridiculous. But she's I like love big her. saline and tan. Everything about her is and like the like... blonde extensions. Oh my god, Darcy. But I don't understand um, why she's on this this season because I don't I don't really understand anywhere. Right. No, you know, her and Tom are broken up. He comes over to like, tell her like, I wrote you a letter and I want to break up with you in this letter instead. So you'll hear me out. And I was so happy when she just like tore that letter up or her sister, (laughs) Stacy did. She tore the letter up and I was like, bitch, yes. Like, okay. So to backtrack for those who may not know, Darcy um, is a 90 day regular. So (laughs) she was was like her third season. Yeah, her yeah, her third season. Yeah. So I think she started before the 90 days with Jesse. Jesse, yeah. Where she went to Sweden. Yeah. To meet her 24-year-old boyfriend. Darcy's in her 40s. Um, she's divorced. She has two really cute kids. Um, but so she goes to meet her boyfriend in Sweden, Jesse. It is a hot, hot mess. He is he's like, a trash. He's he, he is a piece of trash. He's the ultimate like gaslighter. Like you, like I'm not crazy. You're crazy, but he's totally crazy. <laughs> um, so then after that whole relationship is over with, um, she did. She started dating this guy Tom, who like portrays himself as like a like a um, like a jet setter kind right. of. Like you think he's like really good looking or something like that. He's like the uh like the the gentleman of gentlemen. Like he is all about like just sweet talking. He seems like he's very like well versed and he's very worldly and stuff and then he's also a dick. So but he's uh, also like he's also like I was just in Milan. Right. We're like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and okay, and he wears really good scarves. In his in his defense Darcy herself is a fucking mess and he like gets involved with her knowing that she's like I don't give a fuck how long we've been dating marry me yeah I want a ring immediately very 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 like yeah she's asking for a ring the entire time he's like we only just met and you know like let's get to know each other and stuff and she's just like give me the fucking ring she goes and tries on fucking wedding dresses come on that was so good he clearly is like not trying to though do you follow her instagram account i do not oh oh it is a treasure (laughs) the photoshopping is so good in the in the worst possible way um (laughs) so anyways darcy and tom this season not even exactly sure why they're on this season he flies to connecticut where darcy lives um basically to tell her it's over <laughs> which is what Jesse did to her before right 
Um, and she even said to him, she was like, don't fly all the way out here just to break up with me. Just do it right now. And he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. No, I want to see up with you. Her, like, and then, immediately. Yeah. And then it's like, uh, have you gained weight? Have you put oh on weight? Oh my God. I wanted to reach out and slap him. I was like, why would you even ask that? What oh, a fucking dick. Like, Because he's the worst. He is the worst. So when he shows up to Connecticut, basically, he's not only there to break up with her, but to tell her that he's moved on and he's in love with somebody who will give him the love that he wants. Yeah. And uh, Darcy is just not having any of it, which good for you, girl. Finally. Yeah. I'm all done with that because I think that if it was Jesse, she probably would have gone through anything for that guy. And he was a total dick. Don't like Jesse. I'm not a Jesse fan. And he actually is another 90 day fiance spinoff thing called what now? (sighs) And I just hate him so much, but I can't stop watching. It's like, I know because now he's, now he's doing like, like lectures to senior citizens in nursing homes. Right. And it's so funny. And he's not even that cute. No, like, he's dude, awful. You're not even that attractive. No. But he thinks he is. He does. All right. Uh, okay. So let's move on to what do you want to do? You want to do Varya and Jeff? Sure. Okay. So Varya and Jeff, give us a little synopsis. Okay. So um, Jeffrey, he's, is it Joff? he's 41 um he's from knoxville tennessee uh when we first see him he's like a country boy like handyman he's supposedly like a landlord of a bunch of like rental properties in knoxville um he like admits right off the bat that he's like a bad boy or that he was when he was younger Um, he said he was like married a few times. He has two, he has three kids from two different marriages, two older boys, and then one younger boy. And then we find out like his sad story, which is that one of his kids, uh, passed away about a year ago, a baby. Um, so he talks about having like trust issues from failed marriages he met Varya on an international dating site. Um, she is 30 years old and from Russia. She's super pretty. She's so um, pretty. Yeah, I really she's like like a radio personality, I think. Yeah, she's a radio pe- personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and so he's going out to meet her in Russia. Right. And um, so basically with their story, the thing that... I want to talk about the most is this recent episode where he finally pops the question. Their entire first interaction was extremely awkward. They like, were not really like talking to each other. They weren't really touching each other. It was very, very weird. And then finally they kind of like relax around each other. They're having a good time. And at the very end, he pops the question, asked her to marry him. And she says, not right now, which the way that he responded to that, I was like, you are the worst. Like, you're literally the worst. Oh, yeah. No, he is the worst. But I think, like, even before you get to that point, you have to talk about, like, his interactions with her friends. Yeah. Um, yelling at her at a table with her friends. 
Um, and then when he meets her mom and he comes clean about like his criminal past, past his mom is like, run. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, do not go to America with us. Everyone that she knows is like, don't do this. Right. Like he's awful. The red flags are everywhere and she's just like missing every single one of them. And you can tell that she really likes him. And I think that he really likes her obviously, but it's like, what I don't understand what they aren't seeing when this entire thing is happening, you know? Yeah. So his criminal past was he had done prison time for, for selling drugs. But (laughs) then also, which TLC does not tell us, but is revealed on online on Reddit and like several other news sites is that he um, is pending charges for a a domestic violence issue with his his ex girlfriend, so he's not not really seeming like a good person. Yeah, generally speaking, he doesn't really seem like somebody that you would want your daughter hanging out with. <laughs> not at all. And I think really, she. I think that's why she said no. Yeah. No, I, I mean, agree. And you know, she even said like it's a little bit. She was saying that, you know, it's, it's a lot to take in and she's learning all of this stuff right before he asked her to marry her, him. Uh And it's like, if I was just learning all of that, I wouldn't be jumping into getting engaged and stuff. Like maybe have some more time together, come back and visit again, have her visit sometime, you know, like you don't have to get engaged immediately after you meet somebody that you've been talking to for a while. Right. And the thing was, is he just basically ended it after the fact that she said no. And my opinion is that if you love somebody and they're like, not yet, right. You're going to wait for that person. She wasn't even like, no, no, she she didn't even think it was just like, I know. Oh, and he kept saying, so that's basically a no. So that's basically a no. I'm like, that's what pissed me off. Is that they're like, they drive back to like, drop him off at the airport. And he's just like, why would I come back here again? Cause she's like, Oh, we can go to the nightclub the next time you come. And he's like, why would I come back here again? You said no to me. It's like, dude, you're being such a little baby about her saying not right now. Right. And like, and you're expecting her to like uproot her entire life, come to America. And she doesn't even, she's just still getting to know you. Yeah, You know, a lot of the actual 90-day fiancés that we see where they're actually back in America together as a couple, they have visited each other a few times. Right. So, he's just a turd. Yeah, I don't like him at all. He always is, like, giving her a hard time. He's always being, like, super, like, down on her and stuff. And then even when she, like, ran, she, he drops, she drops her, him off at the airport and she's like, I don't know what to do because he keeps saying, this is it. This is, is it. And so she runs back inside and she's like hugging him. Like, I love you. And I don't want you to go. And he's like, yeah, I just don't think we're on the same page. So we're done. And it's like, that's how you're going to leave her. Like, you're not even going to like talk to her about what's going on or be like, right. No. Like clearly you don't care about her. Right. You never loved her to begin with. If that's right. how you're going to her. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, I love also just have to mention like TLC, they're great, like airport moments, like the yeah. big, like running back to the run gate. back inside. <laughs> like every season has one. Every season does not fail. 
I do love that. I love that stuff. All yeah. right, let's move on. We'll do <laughs> Avery and Ash. Oh, gosh. See, okay, for, me, for me, this is the most intriguing couple. Agreed. Because they're matched intellectually. They're matched physically. Um, They're both divorcees. They both have kids. Like, to me, this couple makes the most sense. Right. I thought that they were going to work out. Yeah, for sure. Um, but At oh first. my God, the craziness that has unfolded between them is so intriguing to me. Like, wow. Okay. So real quick background. Avery is uh, 32. She's from Seattle. She's a chef that uses cannabis in her recipes, which I love. Super yeah, cute. she's she's big on Instagram, you know, um, and that's actually how he found her and started messaging her was through Instagram. Um, she has a ten year old from a previous first marriage, and she has a two year old from a last relationship that didn't work out. Um, Ash is thirty eight and from Melbourne, Australia. Uh, he is a relationship coach helping women find Mr. Right. And that is literally from the episode. So don't quote me on that. I hate him. It was Ash. Oh my God. He's the worst. He is. Okay. He's not the worst because all of the guys suck on this 90 day fiance. Like yeah, all of, every single couple I don't think should, should be together. That's there's not sure. like a single one that I'm rooting for, which no. is so crazy because like, Usually there's one that you're like, yeah. all right, we like. There's usually one real. couple that I'm like, they're totally going to work out. They actually care about each other. It's going to, I mean, there's, they still have their like baggage and all the trash and garbage that come with it. But they also, you know, I think that every, every season, the people that they choose, they usually have something where it's like, you have to have something that you haven't told this person that yeah. you need to get off your chest. So, you yeah. know, they always have like some element of like, you know, there's this big secret. thing that's going to happen. Right. It's some big secret. And this season, I'm just like, there's so like, there's nobody that I actually care about ever. Like I would be disappointed if they did work out. Like that's for sure. I would be really disappointed if every single one of these couples worked out. Right. So Avery and Ash seem to have like a good chemistry in the beginning and you know he seems the weird thing about him from the beginning is he always since he's like a relationship coach and he works with women um not only is he constantly getting an influx of messages from women on his phone which makes Avery suspicious rightfully so um but he knows how to talk to women in a weird way like So when he's like talking to Avery or they ever get in any kind of fight, he just like knows the right thing to say. Right. Like to just like talk her right down and like kind of manipulate her. But his seminar proved that that was a lie. Oh my God. Can we (laughs) just talk about his seminar? Okay. So Avery, um, as she's visiting Ash in Australia, goes to one of Ash's seminars that he holds for women as a relationship coach. And he, I am like speechless right now thinking about it. Like, so there's probably like 15 women in the audience, Avery's sitting there watching him and he gets up there and basically talk, starts talking about how women's brains are not logical. 
Right. He said that when women think about something, it becomes a big issue where with yeah. men, they're more logical. And so, and it's like, you can see like the cringe on every one of the girls. It's so bad. They're all sitting there like, what? He's, he's saying like, women are dumb. And men are, you know, smart and women are meant to be seen and not heard. And men yes. like the ones that are like, and women are so emotional. That's what he said. So it was basically like men are from Mars. Women are from Venus and right. they're so different and blah, 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 blah. But he was saying this with a straight face. Like he was saying this like for real. So he <laughs> ends up getting flustered because some of the women start questioning him. Right. He gets flustered. He can't even finish his seminar. He has to go, he has to go calm down because obviously women are more emotional, you know, but he can't make it through a seminar without being questioned. So, and then he comes back out and he doubles down on all of his sexist bullshit. Um, and after that, Avery was like, are these things that you really believe? Because if they are like, we have, a we have an issue issue. Yeah. Like, we do not see gender roles the same. We don't see like, and I, I don't know, to me, and in, in when I'm in a relationship, like, that stuff really matters. Like, maybe some people can overlook those differences, but I'm like, if that is something you really believe, that's a problem. That right. is a problem. I and, agree. And Ash ends up getting, you know, super defensive, um, calls her heartless. He doesn't want to talk about it. He can't even engage in an art, like a, an adult argument about it. Um, it, it becomes super awkward, so awkward to the point that um, when they're traveling to go meet his son and his ex-wife, they end up staying in two separate hotels because Avery is like, I just need, I don't want to be around you. Right. Like I just need time to process what I just like witnessed and what, what our fight was just about. So this last episode, we see Avery meet, um, Taj, who is Asha's son, who's like 10 years old, and his ex-wife, um, Avery goes and grabs a glass of wine with um, Asha's ex-wife and um, some secrets, some more secrets are revealed. <laughs> well, it's like he keeps on saying, oh, yeah, it's cool if I move to America with Taj. And it's like, how likely is it that this woman who has custody of this child is going to be like, yeah, just take the kid to the other side of the world. Yeah. Just do that. Like, yeah. And that's what he has kept telling Avery is like, Oh my God, my ex-wife is fine with it. He can come to America, like blah, 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 blah. And so when they go get wine, it's obviously revealed that she's not as cool with it as he has said she was. And also the other big thing was um, she just found out that they were only divorced a year ago. Right. And he said that they were like, they were not for a long time. Right. And so she was like, well, we were separated a long time ago, but it wasn't until a year ago that we got divorced. And this like blew Avery's mind because I guess that was like another thing 
he had been lying to her about. For me, I'm kind of like, meh, that doesn't really bother me. Like, if they've been separated, then what's the difference? I don't really care. But I, I mean, I guess it's just the fact that it was a lie. Worse than that's a totally different thing. Like, don't yeah. lie to me. Just say that you're separated right. and that you're in the middle of a divorce. Right. Like, just, just tell me the truth. Right. Just say I the truth. About. Like, I'm right. not going to be mad. If you're separated and you're not with this woman anymore, it shouldn't be an issue that... Right that you tell me that, you know, but I think that goes back to his wanting to tell her what she wants to hear. Right. Right. And it's he it's just, his relationship coaching. Right. And where he just, he's just like, whatever quotes things yeah, and he, lies right. about things. And um, we're going to power through a couple of these. Cause we still want to get to uh, the other topics that we have, but um, Rose and big Ed is another one that I'm like, Yes, girl, you are a queen and you need to know that. And I'm so proud of that. So go ahead, give us a synopsis and then we'll talk. Okay, so Big Ed, who gave himself that name and then also goes on to explain, it's funny because I'm not tall. I'm like, it's (laughs) not a funny joke if you have to explain it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyways, he's a photographer from San Diego. Uh, he's like in his fifties. He was married eight. He was married 28 years ago, but has not had a relationship since. Uh, he has a daughter who's in her twenties. Um, and he's talking to Rosemary, who's 23. She's from the Philippines and she has a seven year old son named Prince. Prince. Yes. I love that name. (laughs) So cute. Okay, so very, Big Ed, very, it's a very Michael Jackson. In this household, we refer to Big Ed as the thumb because that's what he looks like. He just looks like a giant thumb. He has like no neck, like nothing. He's just a thumb. All right, and... Lauren, we're not commenting on his appearance. Oh, I am. I'm commenting <laughs> on his appearance. <laughs> you don't have to, but I am. I'm commenting on his appearance. Just like how well, Ash has like giant bug eyes and it bothers the shit out of me. So, so apparently... Well, okay, so that's a point of contention because Big Ed has lied about his appearance to Rose. Yeah. When he shows up in the Philippines, he said that he was like five six and he's like he's like five four. He, no, he's like four eight. Four like, eight? He's, yeah. He's like, he's like a whole foot shorter than what he told her. Um I love it. So he lied about that. Um then he uh what it, what was the first insulting thing he did? Oh, asked her to take an STD test at a at a restaurant. She got and he's not the first cast member that. to do that because in before the ninety days or the other way one year one season there was a guy that asked his girlfriend to Paul and Carini Paul and Carini yeah Aww. he asked her to take a a, a STD test and it he's was like pregnant with baby number two I know crazy so um, funny. So Rose, though, she's constantly being, like, treated like shit by this guy. Constantly. Constantly. So not only that, so, like, the SCD test was one thing. Um, the other thing was he asked her to shave her legs. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> cracks me up. Dude. Like, come on, dude. Like, it's you cultural have no, differences and Right. Stuff. You have like, no shame. Like, right, cultural differences. And maybe this is something you should have, like, looked into before you went to the Philippines like what are the what are cultural differences like as far as hygiene or as far as like anything like 
he also gives her the manager sandwich, which is like one good thing, one bad thing, one good thing. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he like gives her like a new Teddy or something like that. And she's like, Oh, like, Oh no, it's a bathing suit. She gets a new bathing suit. Yeah. But he's like, Oh yeah, it's so cute. I can't wait for you to wear it. And then he hands her a toothbrush and, uh, and mouthpiece and Listerine. And he's just like, your breath isn't so pretty. Like, <laughs> what? Like, it's you're so actually bad. <laughs> oh my God. I feel so bad. Like, can you imagine? I would like punch. I would be so embarrassed. And then it turns out that she has a health issue she that has is ulcers ulcers that caused the bad breath. Right. But it is so awkward. It's so awkward. You but feel then, so bad for her the entire time. You can just see that she's like having a hard just, time with it. Treating her like just the biggest piece of shit. And so then the final thing was his, what he had to tell her is that he doesn't want to have any more kids. Right. And she has made it abundantly clear. Oh, like yeah. before he even like while they were dating before he even went to the Philippines that she wants more children and he doesn't want more kids. He wants to get snipped and he tells her this. And that is like the straw that breaks the camel's back. And she's like, you've lied to me. You treat me like shit. Like you hurt me constantly. This was this past episode. And I was just like, yes, yes. yes. she leaves. Yes. She's so them. I'm and so I was so happy that her. she did. I was like, girl, pack your bags, grab that list. Oh my God. She's and, so much better than that. And he's so gross. And he's so just. And she's mean. pretty. Like she can probably find he's another guy. Cute. Oh yeah. For sure. Actually like spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear this, skip ahead like five seconds, but um, she apparently is dating somebody else at this point. So. Good. Thank God. Seriously, yeah. she deserves so much better. All right, let's move on to the last couple. We have baby. No, girl we have two Lisa. more. We have two more. Yep, we have Stephanie and Erica and baby love Lisa. We're not going to get through all this. Okay, no, so we will. Let's We're making baby, it quick. Let's do baby girl Lisa and Usman. I wrote, oh god. <laughs> Season opens. Thumbs it up. <laughs> Season opens with her waxing her lady bits. Gross gross so she's uh in her she's 52 years old um she's uh talking to Usman from Nigeria she's been talking to him for two years she gives me major Angela and Michael vibes Michael Michael um she's she, got the like bleach blonde hair and the smoker's voice yeah like yeah. <laughs> Um, she divorced four years ago. She has a 15 year old daughter. She's a hospice caregiver. Uh, Usman is 30. Uh, his rap name, Soja Boy, which he definitely probably should have researched before coming up with that rap name. Uh, (laughs) he's listed as a musician slash rapper on Instagram. Uh, he wrote a song for her. Oh my God. Highly auto-tuned. I'll be there Entire for thing. you, girl. I'll be there for you, girl. I'll pray <laughs> Baby for Lisa. you, girl. <laughs> but all auto-tuned. Um, uh, states from the get-go that she's jealous of his female followers. So we already see that that 
in the works from the very first episode that she is highly jealous. Um, I don't know how, what, what she thinks is going to happen if he, he came here and tried to pursue a rap career. Like you're going to have female (laughs) followers. That's what you depend on. That's a thing. Uh, Like you're going to have to get over that. Big love, Lisa. This was really funny. So in the first episode, her friend was with her when she was getting waxed and her friend was like, what if the sex is whack? And and baby girl, Lisa has a secret sex weapon. She says no condom because he's never has, he's never experienced sex without a condom. And that's her secret weapon. And she's had him tested for AIDS. That's perfect. And I wrote, oh my, point. I wrote, <laughs> oh my fucking God. <laughs> I love it. Dude. Um, I actually think they're pretty entertaining. I like their storyline. I enjoy watching it. Um, she's a hot mess. He's a hot mess. She's super jealous. I think that's hilarious because she knows what he does for a living. She makes his producer take out the videos of the girl that they used for his music video because it should be her in it and mind you he's like a young guy and she's like an overweight like bleach blonde smoker wrinkly woman she's nuts she's (laughs) not and like the thing is it's like I'm just like I don't know if it's like one of those scammer situations because I mean she talked about that or herself like uh nigeria is known for having like these yahoo boys they call them where they uh-huh. they're like sole intention is to like scam american women or is it a situation where it's like michael michael <laughs> where, like where he's like really in love with the woman from america who you would not expect him to be in love with i don't know i that's that's yet to be seen um he, they got his uh, mom's blessing to get married, which was like a big deal because she had like never even met a white person before. Baby girl Lisa. <laughs> so that was like, that was like a big deal. So uh, yeah, that's baby like, love, baby love Lisa. Yeah. But she signs her name. She goes by baby girl, but yes. I'm saying like in, in the song it's baby love. Oh yeah. Baby love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. But yeah, she signs her name, baby girl, baby BGL, girl. baby girl, Lisa. All right. <laughs> let's move on to this last one. Okay, Stephanie and Erica. Yeah. I literally wrote nothing about them. Um, so Stephanie is the one from the United States. She's like a YouTube slash like Instagram influencer or something. Um, and she's going to meet her girlfriend, Erica in Australia, which I do have to say, this is pretty cool. Cause it's the first time TLC has ever had like an LGBTQ couple on it. Thing. Like they're I hope, both super pretty. I hope to see more of them in the future, but yeah, Same. they're both super pretty. They're super cute. They're bubbly. Um, they're just not meant to be together. Uh, they're both in their twenties. Um, they both identify as bisexual. Um, and at the point at the, at the beginning of the season, neither of them had come out to their parents to tell them that they were bisexual and that they were dating. Yeah. They're just, Uh, yeah, the same sex. Um, so Stephanie 
goes to Australia to meet Erica, um, right off the bat, there's issues. She's super jealous of Erica's life uh, style. I think Erica is just way more like um, outgoing. She's super social. She has a lot of friends. Um, We find out that she's hooked up with a lot of her friends in the past. And uh, this is like a really sore subject for Stephanie. Stephanie's very jealous. She seems very controlling. She seems like um, she can buy almost like by Erica's affection with like all the gifts she brought for her. Right. Um, um yeah, I don't know. They're just kind of meh to me. They're not, their storylines, not super interesting. Um, I like them. I think that they're like a good couple, but at the same time, I have an issue with them because it seems like, like Stephanie has some like anger issues. And it definitely has some like control issues. Right. That and are like she, major like, red flags. Her of, like constantly lying and stuff. Yeah. She's like always saying this stuff like about how she was traumatized about some things when she was younger. But as soon as Erica in this past episode brings up that she was dating a girl on and off for about 10 years and the girl never came out to her parents. And she mentions that she's worried about that happening and being a secret her entire life. And the and Stephanie basically just blows up on her. Oh my god, Stephanie like throw things and, and yeah, tells she her, like throws shit. I'm yeah, like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, and she tells her to get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. So that brings us basically up to date for uh, 90 Day Fiance, which we have one more episode, and then there is a reunion show that airs the week after, which we will obviously talk about all those things. So keep watching with us. So yeah, absolutely. TLC Sundays at nine or otherwise, obviously you can find it on demand or a million other places. But if you want to watch next week's episode, we'll be talking about it next week after it airs. And then the final thing that we wanted to talk about was um, dead to me, which is love it. Oh my God. It's so good. So it's a series on Netflix with Christina Applegate. Um, Who is like my forever crush. Dude, I love that woman. So, so good. She's so good. Amazing actress. God, such a good actress. And like, you forget she's like a good actress. Mm-hmm. She's so hot too. You always um, want to remember her as Kelly. I know. Kelly Bundy. Forever as Kelly That's Bundy. That's totally fine by me. But, and she was hot in that too. But she's still super attractive super amazing actress. Love that bitch. Go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. And so dead to me just came out with, um, season two on Netflix. So what we want to do is just do like a really brief recap of what happened in season one. And then next week we'll be going over the first two episodes of season two. Yes. So dead to me. Let's talk. Okay. What do you want to give a little synopsis or my God, there's so much that happens. I don't there's even know so much that happens. Okay. It's a lot. So, synopsis. Christina Applegate's character, her name is Jen. She, the first time we see her, she's grieving the death of her husband that just happened. Uh, her husband's name was Ted. He was hit by a driver, but it was a hit and run. So, there's been, like, no closure for the family, really. Um, she has two sons. She is a real estate agent. Um, 
we see her like in the first episode go to like a grief, uh, like a dealing with grief circle um, that's like run through the church. And when she's getting coffee, this woman comes up to her and you think that she's there for like the grief thing. Her name is Judy. And she like tries to befriend Jen immediately. Um, they do eventually become friends. Oh, Jen's story off the bat is that she's there because her boyfriend had passed away two months before. Or her fiance had passed away two months before. So at first you just think like Jen and Judy there, they're sharing their grief together. They're going to be such good girlfriends, blah, 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 blah. Well, what ends up happening is that we find out that Judy's boyfriend is actually alive. He's alive and well, and she's not grieving the death of her boyfriend. Um, His name is Steve. Um, Jen finds this out because she goes to look for Judy one night to show up at her house, just to have some drinks with her. And Steve answers the door. Her ex-boyfriend answers the door. So from there, we find out that Judy uh, is actually grieving in a way uh, because she's been having miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage. And she wants nothing more than to have a baby. Right. She wants to have a baby. So uh, let's see. Where does it go from there in season one? Um, I mean, just like generally speaking, basically, we find out that um, she happened to be in the car that hit. Ted. Oh yeah, that's a big one. She happened to be the driver that hit Jen's husband. Judy is the driver that hit Jen's husband. Yes, that's a big one. And they become friends because she feels very guilty and she wants to kind of like help this woman get over this entire process and and she wants to be there. She feels very guilty about the entire thing. Um, We're going to skip a lot of stuff just because, you know, you should watch it yourself. And it's just a general synopsis of everything that's happening. But season two has just dropped. So we are very excited to start watching that. I've been like holding out to try and watch it. So, yeah, it's really good. There's like some really um, deep storylines that happen with like Steve and everything. But like what I can say about like the general feel of the show is that it's like definitely dark comedy. But then also, like, super relatable topics. Like, when you see Jen going through grief, like, in the beginning, you're like, yes, that's all real. You feel all those things. You feel rage. You feel anger. You feel sadness. So it's, like, a very, like, if you've lost somebody, this show could be triggering. If you lost them recently, I, uh, just warning you, it deals a lot with that. but it's just really good. It's really well written. It's really well produced. Um, the actor- Apparently, Will Ferrell is like yeah, one, of the, one executive of the producers. producers. Yeah, yeah. Which I love Will Ferrell. We all know that. Oh, yeah. Will Ferrell is the man. But, um, and the girl who plays Judy, I'm blanking on her name. Her name is like Linda something. That's the actress. But she does a great job. And they just have like, her and Christine Applegate just have like really good chemistry and you're just like, you're just like rooting for them to be friends. And uh, you're just, you want them to be 
you want everything to be okay for these characters. So it's one like, thing that I love about Christina Applegate is that her character is very, very strong. Like she is oh, very yeah. strong willed. Yeah. She is very dominant yes. and like takes over a situation very quickly. Um, yes. And, and she is just an amazing actress, honestly, yeah. like the parts where she's crying and the parts where she's very angry yeah. and the parts where she's very you know soft when she does have that soft moment. She is just very versatile. You know, yeah. I think you and I had the same kind of conversation when we were watching the first season of Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yeah. um, we both thought that, uh, you know, what's her name? Emily. Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. She is a really amazing actress. Christina Applegate. I'm like, I, I live for her. I think yeah. that she is so good at doing what she does. And I know that she's going to be like, and this, this show, it's like, I hope it goes on forever. Oh it's my God. I was just going to well say, written. I hope they pick up another season because it's so absolutely good. It's like, so I, well written. It's I haven't so even finished season two, but I'm already hoping like there's going to be a season three because oh yeah, her character is just so good. Like, like you said, like she's just so versatile. Like she plays a great mom, but she also mm. plays like that really angry, like you just understand her. Like you just feel her. One thing I love about her character is that during the time that she is uh, grieving, her way of getting rid of her anger is to listen to like metal. the hardcore metal. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because she'll like listen to it and you're like, oh damn, yeah, she's getting down on this. And In she just car. sobs the entire time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> or she's like just when sobbing in her car. When she like takes out the golf club and just goes like crazy. Goes on crazy the, on I, that guy's car. Oh just God, because she it. thought that it was the car that possibly hit her husband. So it's like yeah. you can understand why like that her rage. That yeah. rage that she feels and how she wants to like go over there and, and just fucking beat the shit out of this car. Yeah. And she's going around trying to find the person that killed her husband and you can like, you feel for her, you know, how, how she's go what she's going through and what she's feeling. And, and you just, you feel it too. Yeah. But you then she's such a good actor. the Fox up part is all along. It was Judy. Right. And Judy's girl, her best friend living the with girl her. Who is living in her house with her. She is the <laughs> one that killed her husband. Like, whoa, mind blowing. It was so good. It's so good. I highly if you haven't watched it. Please watch it. It is so good. And oh my god! We left out so many like, oh, yeah. good parts that we did not spoil it for you because there's so much that happens that is like there's so much more. The story so is so more. in depth. Every episode leaves you going like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it! I can't right. believe it!" Every episode is something that you did not see coming. It's amazing. I love that show so I much. Do too. So next week, just for everyone, if you want to follow along with us, if you want to watch with us, uh, we are going to be watching the first two episodes of season two, Dead to Me. And then obviously the next episode of 90 Day Fiance. We'll add in a couple more shows as they start airing and everything. Like there's going to be another season of 90 Day Fiance the other way. Um, they have a couple other ones that they're starting right now. 90 Day Fiance, What Now? 90 Day Fiance, Self-Quarantined. We also watch a lot of like love after lockup. And if you watch a show that we are not talking about and you're like, guys, you need, need to watch, watch this show. It's either trending or it's trashy as fuck because we love mess. <laughs> Comments, 
send it to us. We will start watching it. We'll start talking about it. We love new stuff. Absolutely. Keep I'm, it trashy. I'm super excited Anything, to like talk. <laughs> I'm already all over all the Bravo shows. So don't, oh, yeah. don't tell me yes. to watch those because I already watch every single one. But if there's something that you would like us to recap or talk about, like definitely feel free to tell us in the comments because we're open to suggestions. We're not trying to just keep this um, about 90 only day. 90 day fiance. <laughs> no, we're opening it up. We will definitely be talking about love after lockup as soon as that new Absolutely. season hits because That's that my is my favorite. That is the jam. I love mess. I love it. I love trash. 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 We're trash pandas. We love trash. it. We um, own it. And the other thing too, just really quickly before we start wrapping everything up completely, um, we will be like, you know, as, as shows start trending, we'll get onto those, especially if it's like a documentary, a crime, true crime documentary, her and I both love those. We'll watch it and we'll dedicate an episode to that one thing. We're not going to do it in multiple episodes. We'll just dedicate one episode to it. And, you know, so if you see something that you're like, yes, this is the trash that they want to watch. We want to hear about it. Yes. I'll be starting a, I'll be starting a Facebook. So look for that. Um, and you know, keep on watching with us, keep watching stuff, keep looking at trash, keep garbage personing with us too. So (laughs) keep picking through that dumpster with us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hey, thanks so much for watching. Yeah. And come back again. It's only going to get better. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye guys. Bye.